This episode is powered by Poddex. What up, fanboys and fangirls and non-binaries? Welcome to another edition of Talking Pop, the podcast on all things pop culture. I'm your host, Stefan Chai. Of course, joining me is my co-host, Biko. Hello. Okay, guys, today's episode is pretty much going to be a Nintendo-heavy episode. Um, Nintendo, if you guys are you know, living under a rock or you actually follow Nintendo, you know how Nintendo likes to do these like big announcements every so often to do like, these Nintendo Directs you can follow on their YouTube channel. So if you've been a fan of Nintendo for so many years, even though it was back when it used to be, I think they still do it, but there used to be a Hanafuda playing card company back in the 1800s, late 1800s. People don't realize that Nintendo's actually an old company. Um, so they had the, the latest Nintendo Direct, and I just pulled up some stuff from, pretty much from Kotaku.com. It has, like, basically all the listings of the big announcements, but if you can't, like, the, the Nintendo Direct is on YouTube. It's, like, 40 minutes long. Mm. So, I'm going to pull up some of the things from it. And it says here, it says, today's surprise Nintendo Direct offer for, it was a surprise one, I guess, they didn't announce it. And then for some reason, they went on their Twitter and they said, hey, Nintendo Direct's available. <laughs> Follow us, so and if you've seen like Nintendo Direct in the past, like I said, they now they have trailers for like upcoming games, basically what the company's doing. So it's like almost like you feel like you're a shareholder, Nintendo, basically. Yeah, that's well, nice because it's also they know a lot of people have fans, and especially if you have a Switch, you're investing in what they're putting out because that's the I want to say the main driver they have for as far as them selling content for consoles. Yeah, because, I mean, right now, it's, like, even though, like, the big things of Sony and Microsoft right now, but Nintendo's hanging in there. Mm. It's the one thing that kind of dominates the whole, like, portable game market. Yeah. Which Sony and Microsoft have... Sony tried with the PS Vita, and then went down, and... And, of course, it's just timing. It's just timing. And then you got Steam coming out soon with their own, like, portable device. Mm. That's gonna be cool. That's gonna be interesting. Even Microsoft, like Phil Spencer said that even he said like he's surprised like it's gonna have maybe you'll be able to run Xbox games on the Steam mm-hmm. handheld. Shit. It's gonna be good. Plus he says like a good interesting thing, so a lot of good things are coming, so it's like it's not bad, like you're trying to make things affordable. Oh shit. But um yeah, so without further ado, um we're gonna go over the announcements and there's another thing I wanted to talk about. And like I said, we did not see it in the Nintendo Direct. I'm going to tell you guys, we're, doing, we're going blind on this one. So I have a Nintendo Switch. I haven't played it for a while. And I, like, I have a Nintendo Switch and like I have a Nintendo Online because, you know, the old game. Like, you can play NES games, Super Nintendo games on there. So you have the nostalgia of it. And there's some good games out there that are always for the Switch that you can play. And of course, like, Nintendo having a lot of indie games on there, it kind of, like, expands beyond the library. Mm. Because Nintendo used to be just back in the day, just strictly, you know, you gotta get, gotta go through all the hoops, jump up so many hoops to get licensed by Nintendo. Then if you don't get it, if you don't get their license, then you, that's why they had like the different cartridges back then. Because Nintendo had a strict, you know, licensing guidelines when it came to like trying to get your games published by Nintendo or licensed by Nintendo to be on the console. They had, you had to go through like so many like guidelines, like get approval from them just to have that Nintendo seal of approval on there. Hmm. I think nowadays now it's like more like Nintendo's like more lenient. I guess I guess they try to be more like into creativity and stuff. That's why you see like a lot of indie games on the on the eShop. So the first announcement they announced is Bayonetta three. 
has been announced for Nintendo Rack. It says here it was announced during the Game Awards in 2017. You'll be beginning, and this is what, what Kotaku said. According to the headline, it says, Announced during Game Awards in 2017, you'd be forgiven if you thought you dreamt it, but long last we've seen footage, lots of footage of the game in action. It's real and apparently coming out at some point in space year 2022. Also, she's totally braided her hair. Mm-hmm. So they have the first like trailer uh, for it. I guess showing like the gameplay of it. So we'll play a little bit of it and we'll see how it looks. Have you played the Divinity Games Rico? I played the first one. It's like playing that one cry and all that stuff. It's just platformer, adventure platformer. It's fun. This is like she's like a witch, isn't she? She's like some type of like a witch, right? Somewhat. Got cool powers. Plus she's got like she's good with using guns and shit. Mm. And she can also like kind of she can fight and shit too, so. You know, just to let you know, guys, a lot of these chairs will be in Japanese because, like I said. It's like, looks like monsters and they're fighting like demons. Yeah. Holy cow, what the heck? It's like a combination of a Yeti, man. What the fuck? What the heck's like a dog <laughs> mascot bobblehead thing? What the heck? Bad oh wow, there she is. Oh, that's kind of cool. Like it's in Japanese, but she's in she's talking English. That's kind of that's kind of cool. Oh, this is an actual. It's a gameplay trailer, mm-hmm. so you actually get to see it. This one thing about these game like trailers, like yo yo, they all say you know this is like not like a finished product. So sometimes you get disappointed when you finally get the final product. Whenever Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. This looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I like why Nintendo is they actually show you the gameplay. Most are decent. But the way it is, it's like playing like an archer, like a shoot 'em up, I guess. Yeah. Probably has like role playing elements. Unless you like a dance or something. Oh, I guess that's how she summons like certain things. I guess. Oh, I see. Holy shit. She's like summon a dragon. What the fuck? <laughs> mm. Oh, that's cool. Why do you mean control it too? Yeah. Cool. Oh, so you can use it to fight with you then. That's actually really cool. Mm. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Mm, Bane in a three. Nice. Was it on GameCube or was it on... Yeah, it was on GameCube. It was on, uh, GameCube and Wii, uh, right? 
Yeah, and then they made it later for PlayStation and get it better on. But, um, I thought it was only on PlayStation. Wasn't it only a Nintendo exclusive? No. I mean, it, it was at the beginning. Oh, Sega know. made it. Okay. Well, it's later Sega. on they released it. Um, well, it's 2022 it was showing. That's, not, that's really good. Yeah. Oh, Sega helped make it. Okay. That's why she's in uh, Smash Brothers. Oh, okay. Uh, that looks interesting. So if you guys are fans of Bayonetta 3, just be on the lookout for it. It looks like it's slated for slated for 2022. And then, of course, um, they announced uh, what's going on for Switch Online. And, you know, if you have, like, it's $20 a year for Switch Online. And what's cool is you get access to play, like, the old games. You get access to, like, play NES games. Play, you know... Super Nintendo games, basically, you get even play ones that were only in Japan only mm. releases as well. There's different versions you can play it in, it's kind of cool. There's some games you can play with your friends, and then the school bus you can save where you left off, mm-hmm. which you can do that in certain games. So, this is the trailer for Nintendo Switch Online, which has been like rumored if they were going to add like other games. And let's go ahead and there's another trailer for it. It's kind of cool. I like that they break down the different trailers. I love all YouTube with freaking ads, man. Alright, this is the. It's only three minutes. Many people have been using Nintendo Switch Online since it launched in September 2018. In addition to the current membership, we'll be adding a new membership plan. Hmm. All the way to translate from. Membership plan? No way! Legends of Ocarina of Time? You'll be able to play a collection of Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. games. Nintendo 64 Yoshi Story! Nintendo Dr. Mario 64. 25 years ago. Star Fox 64, nice. First 3D gaming experiences. Okay, time. Mario Kart 64. Oh, I can do multiplayer with it? Mario Tennis! Yes! Oh, luckily online, so you do couch style. Also, with this new membership plan, in addition to the Nintendo 64 games. <gasps> the Genesis, yes! No yes, you can play Sega games! Yes! I don't have to use my Wii anymore. <laughs> oh my god, man, we need the Wii! So we're, yeah, it's all right. We don't need the Wii! Oh my god, thank god I'm a member. End of an era. Oh yes, well. Fantasy Star, oh, freaking Sonic on there. I mean, Sonic was on there already, but this is Nintendo Switch expansion pack. Plus expansion pack. This new membership plan will be added in late October. October, late October. Of course, you'll still be able to continue using the existing plans. Also, those who have an existing membership plan can change over to the new plan. We'll share more details about this new membership plan. Oh, I gotta see what this plan is. It's probably, I think, get the feeling it's, they're probably gonna. I think the basic plan right now is like for years, like 20 bucks. So if it's like $5 more, hey, I'll pay the extra $5 just to get those like, access to those games. Yeah. I mean, look at, oh my god, look at the Streets of Rage, too, man. Fancy Star, Shinobi 3, Rise Star, oh, Majora's Mask, oh, F-Zero, dude, 
Mar Golf, Pokemon Snap, dude. The original Pokemon Snap, F0X, Kirby. Paper Mario, the original first Paper Mario. Look at that. They're gonna have wireless controllers compatible with the Switch. 64 guys, 64 and Genesis controllers available. 50 bucks. It's just gonna be that Bluetooth technology. But dude, just to get that feeling again. I mean, they already had the, the NES like. I mean, as long as it can work for us. Dead, like the two NES like Joy Cons. It'd be worth it. Dude, that is a great announcement, dude. That's crazy. Because there was rumors about, like, people were asking it because, you know how they were doing, like, the SNES Classic, the Super NES Classic, the, the, mid the mini ones? And there were rumors that maybe they'll do a 64 one. And they were going to do, like, a 64 version of it. But it's there, they have announced it. But with this, it's like, dude, what kind of, that's a big incentive for people that want to, because, like I said, Switch games are great, but if you want to go back to nostalgia, now to play 64 games and Genesis games on the Nintendo system, that's like, come on. Mm -hmm. And based on the lab day, I'm, I'm surprised that they'll probably have more and more stuff later on, but like, that's a good lab day coming out soon. Man, that's crazy. I mean, it's a good time to want to get a Switch if you were thinking about it. Uh, as far as wanting to be able to play all these older games that are nostalgic and still hold up today. Uh, that price tag for the Switch doesn't look too bad when it's all considered. And then you're able to play online, and that's a big portion that uh, kind of bonds both together. Yeah. yeah. Just playing online, getting access everywhere you go with the Wi-Fi connection, able to play these games, and then just enjoying that with other people online who enjoy it just as much as you do, and and that's a feeling that uh, not a lot of people get to do. So, like, and some people were only able to play it with one person, and now you can play it with four people at any given moment. So, like, you think, we're talking like you and something like Golden Eye, when I would imagine would be so fun to get the full hand experience on the Switch. So, I just hope they can get Golden Eye, but I don't think it was shown on there. But if they can, because I think because Rare made it. Yeah. And of course, Rare is owned by Microsoft, so I don't know if that's going to be a big, like, you know. I feel like Nintendo was consuming it. They can try to come to agree. Yeah. I mean, I think it should be because with uh, Microsoft and Nintendo working together with, like, Minecraft and stuff, and supposedly they have a good working relationship, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, that Microsoft would be like, you know what? We're helping each other out with the online thing. Let's, you know. Because it's not like people aren't going to get this. I think people a lot are going to get this. I'm just curious. Like I said, they say it's an expansion pad plan. It's with a pad, but I'm guessing what's probably going to be. It could be like a five dollar increase, probably just an extra five bucks. Yeah. And you get access to all that. Well if you want to get the bigger fish to your pond, that's a good way to do it. And I I'm mean sure it's not bad. I mean right now it's twenty dollars. If you compare that to like the game pad, you compare it to Microsoft Online, Microsoft Xbox Live and Sony Network, you know, your Nintendo is big bargain when it comes like that. Yeah. It's it's it, it makes them. It's a lot. It helps them a lot more that they are able to upload these. I mean, long time coming, I guess. But it's gonna help them also compete with the people who run emulators on their computers. And, yeah, but and then, like I said, now and they're gonna have like I guess they're gonna have like accessories for it, so they'll have yeah. Nintendo 64 controllers and Genesis controllers. Switch and like Kotaku just said right here. Hopefully. 
They said there is no information on whether Genesis Control will have the authentic rattle or the NCC forces that can survive Mario Party. <laughs> oh man, yeah, fucking Mario Party dude with the thumbstick dude. That's why they had so Nintendo had so many problems back then because there's some games you had to like basically palm that that middle joystick, especially when it, you had to rotate or something. To the point Nintendo had got sued because it created like blisters and hand injuries. To the point they had to come up with gamer gloves for the 64 controller. It made it worse that people didn't even win those games when they did it. So I think that was just an overall loss for anybody who was involved in those Mario parties. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward. But like the way I said, the way they got the lineup set up, it's a pretty good lineup. They got launching with the plan. Mm. So like I said, we'll see. They said they'll have details soon. They said late October, so I'm assuming probably sometime this coming month they'll have any more information on what's going to be like, what the what the plan's going to be. But right now the controllers look like they're going to be like 50 bucks, the peripherals. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that price tag. Hey, look how much Joy-Cons are. Like 80 bucks, but then you have to buy the freaking base too. That's what like, does that mean? It's not good. Price tag's not good. That one should be a little cheaper. It looks like the next trailer they got is Splatoon 3, Return of the Mammalians. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard of Splatoon. Yeah, I've just never played it, but I've heard of it. I guess it's the trailer for it. I guess it's like the third one of the series. So maybe you play like squid people, I guess. Or your descents of squids. To me, it looks like it's more like paintball. Yeah, it just brings me. It's like paintball. It's like Battle Royale paintball game. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like you get, I guess, there are any like new like abilities, looks like. Oh, good, it's like a stretching ability. I'm just show like new maps. I think it's got different characters you can make. That's it. Oh, this is like the new characters. What the fuck is that thing? You see how I catch it, though. Yeah, Easter Island heads, man. What the? <laughs> oh, so they show like the new maps. I guess the new power ups. Actually, looks like a cool level. The music's catchy though. Mm-hmm. Splatoon three. Guess you get turned to a coconut. Shit, <laughs> the return of the millions. Hmm. Okay, the next game they announced is called. Voice of Cards, The Isle of Dragon Roars. Uh, the description that Kotaku says, it's, it looks like it's like a playing card game. Yoko Taro, a near fame, is creating a new RPG. It looks like Square finally knows how much everyone was into card games three years ago. It still looks like it's a really interesting prospect. And despite only be revealed tonight, not only is it coming out on October 20th, but there's a free demo available right now. Mm. Mm. So it's like a playing card game. 
Hit by a guy who made near off the motto. Welcome to Voice of Cards. Hmm. I guess this is you play out one of three characters, I'm guessing. Three heroes trying to complain or play a monster. Yeah, probably for hatred for a dragon all consuming. Something with cards, man. What the? This dumb. <laughs> oh, this this is a phone game. This is not a Switch game. A <laughs> phone game? Yeah, like this is a phone game. I guess you have to hire a number. I guess you have to. I don't know if you, it's like almost like Yu-Gi-Oh almost. Yeah. I mean, the artwork looks fantastic though. Like, look at the artwork. Looks kind of cool though. Phone game. Should be a Switch game. The Isle Dragon Roars launches on Nintendo Switch October 28th. Pre-orders and a free demo will be available today on Nintendo eShop. I don't know. I think it's a card game, though. Yeah, it's because it should be a card game for mobile phones. That's cool. It's coming on Switch. Hey, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, guys. Disco Elysium, the final cut. The story of RPG Finals and Switch release October 12, three weeks. The final cut is a version with the full voice acting and some new content. But you might want to invest in a microscope to read the text on the Wii screen. Disco Elysium, the final cut. I guess it was like an RPG, I guess. It's only a minute and 20. It's like an indie game, doesn't it? No, way it looks. Time to fire up the old lie machine. This cold is him. A touch of absurdity there. Nice. Is this some kind of joke? Oh, so they got like voice acting in here, I guess. It's a, it's a role-playing game, I guess. Almost looks like one of those like point-and-click type of things. No! Why? 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 Why do we make a game off of this little bird from Final Fantasy? No. No! No! No, I don't want to watch that. It's just dumb. Uh, it's Chocobo GP. It's some racing game with the Chocobo character. Chocobo racing game, yes. It's great. It's pointing out it's almost remarkable, which the twist is being that it has Final Fantasy characters in the stand. It looks as many for the Wii. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe Chocobo GP is the game we're all trading in. We'll find out some more next year. Uh, let's see. It's only a minute, dude. Let's last for this minute. So it's like Crash... 
You guys know what Chocobo is? Play Final Fantasy VII or any Final Fantasy game. They're like these giant birds. You can ride them and stuff. They're called Chocobos. You can race them too. Oh, it looks like it's like... Oh, so that Chocobo looks like they got characters from the... Oh, so they got different characters from like the Final Fantasy series, looks like. So it's like Mario Kart, basically. Zozo is his name, is one of them. Alexandria. Yeah, it's basically Mario Kart by Square Enix. It's Square Enix's version of Mario Kart. Because remember, we got Crash Team Racing, we got Sonic Racing as well, so they could all start racing. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, at least Square Enix, I guess they want to do something, but, you know, they want to capitalize on the Chocobos, you know? Okay, next one is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. A big purple, or big pink little ball. Set in the real world after humans fucking destroyed it. Mm, so in about five more years. Yeah. <laughs> what? Kirby and the Bluebirds. It's like it's in the real world, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's his first like, 3D big platform. The Forgotten Land. So it's, I guess yeah, it's like... It's like it looks like a post-apocalyptic... Yeah. yeah, it's like more... Yeah, they want to capitalize on Mario Odyssey, basically. Like, Give him a big space to run. He deserves it. But it kind of gives you an idea of where Kirby took place in. Like, a forgotten, like it says Forgotten Land, so I'm guessing like a post-apocalyptic world. <gasps> He's shipwrecked. Look at Kirby shipwrecked. Yeah. He's got sand in his face. Look at He's got a little sand. Look at Look at it. Look at his face. This is the only part I have seen. <gasps> oh. So cute. <laughs> and funny thing is, the guy who created Kirby is the creator of Smash Brothers. Run. Oh, it looks so cool. It's like in a desolate mall. Look at it. It's like a desolate Run, mall. Run, Kirby. Looks like it's open world. Like yeah, the way it, it looks. Yeah, it's it's like open world. It's, it's like open world. like a platformer. Like it's basically like Mario Odyssey, but with Kirby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be interesting. And you probably get power ups too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run, run. Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. So this is cool. It's like a gameplay. Ooh. Oh, you throw a little star. <gasps> oh, it's like you suck up enemies and using the the, the hurl one, basically. Oh, shoot. oh shoot. Okay, looks like you still fly. Holy cow, look at that. Oh, what the? Thank you. Run, Kirby, run. Those oh, guys are hey. it. Oh, look at you. At least we'll get power ups. So yeah. have like different abilities and sword. Nice. Sweet. Oh, look, he's got like a hat. Oh, he throws like a. Run. So he'll have different power ups. Look, he's got the spike one. Oh, that's cool. Oh, look at that. Sweet. He hit the little thing where he was collecting up enemies, kind of like Katamari. Yeah. Run. Holy shit, look at that boss. Oh, that's cool. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks good. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna sell really well. It looks fun. Spring 2022. Ooh, freaking Kirby, guys. It looks great. Get that one for sure. Project Triangle Strategy. Triangle Strategy. No, this is what Kotaku said. Now, officially called Triangle Strategy because I guess they accidentally got stuck with it. We have a release date for the superb looking Square Enix Tactics game, March 4, 2022. They say it hasn't been fine tuned based on feedback from this year's sort of beta, including difficulty changes, camera controls, and ability to review previous dialogue and streamline loading. So it's going to be like, kind of like going to like, almost like Fire Emblem, like a strategy type. 
Dang, four minutes? All right. We're going through these trailers, guys. So we're watching these trailers like blind, dude. We've not seen these trailers. So I kind of figured it's kind of like our reactions to it. Those who value virtuous mortality. Those who respect the liberty of all. And those who pursue pragmatic utility. What else will you espouse? Holy God. The latest in the high definition 2D series. Okay, looks like they're gonna have English voice acting. So this is kind of like an RPG. Look at that. It's kind of like a yeah. It's kind of like Fire Emblem. It's like a strategy, I guess. It's like Fire Emblem. Oh, it's like oh, it's like Octopath Traveler. How they combine like 2D and 3D. That's cool. Which I I need to get back onto Octopath Traveler, guys. I recommend Octopath Traveler. It's like 2D and 3D put together. But you get like the almost like these 2D sprites, but the backgrounds are all like 3D. Basically, Fire Emblem. Yeah, it's like a straight like Fire Emblem. Oh, like Risk? Oh, but it's like a Razor environment, so you can. Okay. Okay. It looks interesting. It's like, yeah, if you guys ever play like Fire Emblem and stuff, that's basically what it is. It's like square version of it. But I guess you can use like the raised environments to your advantage. But, I mean, I have Fire Emblem Heroes, which is more like a Dynasty Wars game version. I haven't finished that game. Like, I got so many Switch games, guys, I hadn't finished. I mean, on PS4. <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to stream like Switch games on Twitch. Yeah. I need like a capture card or something. You guys recommend a capture card or a capture device for the Switch? Let me know. Unless you, I mean, I mean, uh, on Twitch, are you able to upload videos, or you have to? You can only you can't upload like recorded streams. Yeah, but I want to at least just show the gameplay. Though. Like, right, but I mean, like, you can like record yourself playing like a session and then just upload it onto your Twitch. Yeah, but to show the gameplay, I have to have a camera on the screen. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, right? Well, couldn't you do that from the, the Switch already? No, Switch so no. doesn't have that. Um, that'd be cool. That's something that the Switch I wish they would have had, like the ability to share gameplay. Yeah. Now, like Xbox and PS4 had it, and PlayStation had the share feature. I think there's one, so I just gotta see, if you guys suggest like the best way for me to stream 
you know, switch games on Twitch without, you know, if I don't have a PC or a laptop. Let me know, guys, in, in the comments. <laughs> I, mean, I would like to do that. Like I said, I got a bunch of Switch games I do want to go back on and stream, especially ones that are only exclusive on the Switch. This one looks interesting. It's like, you know, a strategy game. Okay, next one will be Metroid Dread. So we got another Metroid game, guys. <laughs> another Metroid game. Releasing the same day as the Switch OLED, so then the updated Switch. It's called Metroid Dread. Wow, it says it's been 10 years since the last Metroid. What? Are you serious? Hopefully, oh, here we go. There we go. Metroid Dread. Look at this. It's like old school Metroid. Look at that. Looks like you got like an AI assistant. Here, I'm gonna talk to you. Well, that's kind of cool. You know, looks like you're getting power ups too to your suit. What the heck was that guy? The Samus is fighting. Well, that's kind of cool. Like it starts at a 3D, then looking close to like a 2D perspective. They also announced the Castlevania Advance Collection. It's revealed that it's coming out today, so it's already out already. Um, Circle of the Moon, Harmony and Dissonance, and Area of Sorrow, three plenty interesting games in the Castlevania franchise, are in fact great, are released on the Game Boy Advance, and now available to play on the Switch. So if you ever play Castlevania, especially on the portable for Game Boy Advance, now you get to play them remastered for the, for the Switch. And they have a trailer for it. 
Four games, looks like. We discovered four legendary fan favorite Kessling games. It's like a straight up emulated. I say I gotta go back and watch the Castlevania series on Netflix. I think I started with season one. I haven't gone back into it. Yeah, this is straight up like uh, exports from the Game Boy Advance versions. But now for the Switch. Man, the music, man, those games. <laughs> Hey, Bigo, have you ever played Castlevania games? Mm, actually, no, I haven't. Dracula X? I always look for them. Are they going to put all of them? Yeah, the four that were released on the Game Boy Advance. That's what I call the collection. Oh, fun. Oh, and some brand new features. Oh, you can <coughs> look at this. You can rewind. So if you messed up, you can always rewind and go back and try it again, looks like. Just quick save and load, and then I guess a gallery of like unreleased artwork. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, you can listen to the music. They got a music player, so you can listen to the soundtrack, and I guess an encyclopedia. All the enemies and stuff, that's kind of cool. That's cool. So if you're a big Castlevania fan, it's like, if you, I would recommend getting the collection if you're a big... I mean, you're going to get four games. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay. The next one is called Actorizer Residence. It's by Square Enix. Um, this is what Kotaku said about it. Now, this is not expected. One of the most beloved early SNES games is getting HD remastered in the form of Actorizer Residence. Sorry. The original Actorizer was a very unusual hybrid of fairly basic platforming and very... Basic town building in between the great visuals, solid enough action to killer. Yuzo Koshiro soundtrack, his first SNES work, the first act rise is very fondly remembered but rarely imitated. Surprise Remaster is out today, so it's actually out right now for the Switch, Steam, PlayStation 4, and mobile devices. I think I heard about this game because it's like, um, like I said, it's, it was for the SNES. It's RPG, but you actually can build your town. So it's like an introduction to the, the world building. But looks like they remastered it for next generation console, so we'll take a look. Okay, floors under the protection of the Lord of Light and the Angel until Tanzan the adversary the Lord of Light summoned his six servants. It's like a big bad guy. My God, Square Enix with the music, man. You cannot like, beat him when it comes to like music. I guess it's like an angel with a like a bow and arrow. I guess you're the legendary hero. Actorizer. <laughs> Freaking anime cutscene, maybe. <laughs> this is all the people and monsters get to meet.
Look at that. Yeah, it's basically what it is. It's like you go on these quests and you try to defend your town as well, too. Yeah, you basically you, you go on the different, like, dungeons. You defeat enemies and collect all different things. And then you pretty much build, like, your town up, basically, and, you know, upgrade it so you can defend against attacks and stuff. And you see, you can play as the angel and use the Lord's powers to rebuild the population in liberated areas. So you had to, that's, yeah, because if you play as the angel, you also play as the hero. Oh, you have the original composer back for it too as well. That's gonna be cool. So if you guys ever played the one for SNES, I mean, you probably will love the updated version. Now with difficulty levels and quick save, all save features. And you, powerful folds away, so I guess they added more enemy bosses. Okay, the last big announcement. Here we go, dude, because this is the one thing, because you no know, with Nintendo, when it comes to like IP licensing, you know how you know they were protective their IPs? Because remember they tried to do that with Marvel as a movie back in ninety three? Yeah. And that became the biggest, you know, flop. Even though it became again a cult favorite again after so many years. I know we me and you did a commentary track for Marvel as a film. Like definitely if you guys wanna if you're able to get the film, um, take, make sure to look into our episodes. We actually did commentary for Super Mario Brothers, the movie. So Nintendo, at that time, decided, you know what? Because what happened, they were fearful of, you know, Nintendo had the licensing for everything, like cereal, toys. Um, they had the cartoons with Deke Entertainment doing the animated shows. You had the Super Mario Bros. Super Show, Captain the Game Masters, Legend of Zelda. Super Mario World Adventures Super Mario Bros. 3. So many. And after that film, they're telling you what, they were like, you know what? We don't want to do this anymore. We're not, we're, we don't want to fail again in Hollywood. So they pulled their protection and decided, you know what, we're not going to share our IP anymore. That's why they stopped doing the animated shows. That's why when IGN did that whole fan-made Zelda trailer, people thought it was a real like live-action trailer, but it wasn't. It was an April Fool's prank by IGN, which was really good. Now you see people do like like parodies of the of the Nintendo characters, like the Super Mario Bros. was like a, one of the most favorite YouTube parodies ever. Because they put all the characters in the real world setting. Hmm. And then and then of course there were rumors saying Nintendo was possibly, you know, and all of a sudden they decided, oh okay, we're licensing our IPs now to mobile gaming, which Pokemon Go, Dr. Mario World, um, Super Mario World, like Super Mario on mobile phone now, and it's like now they're trying to be more lenient, and they were talks of possibly, you know, maybe going into entertainment. Yeah. And one of the things was uh, was possibly do a film and do an animated film. They want to do a Marvel's animated film. People don't realize there was an animated Mario film, but it was in Japan only. It was in the late eighties, and somebody I think I think you can find it on YouTube. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that one. Somebody actually found a copy of it and released it subtitled, but there is one. There's a Super Mario Bros. anime movie. I think it was by Toei that did the animation for it. But Nintendo decided, you know, well, let's visit all these different studios and see, you know, all these animation studios are doing pitches of doing animated. They want to do an animated Mario film. So that's great. And the one studio that you can remember they fell in love with is Illumination. Of course, Illumination, they did, you know, the Minions. They did Secret Life of Pets. 
So they went with them. I guess they blew them away with the pitch, and and the film has been announced for December of next year. So today, at the end closing of the Nintendo Direct, they've announced the voice cast for the Super Mario Bros. anime movie, which is television, and I... It's been <laughs> getting a lot of traction online. <laughs> and I want to see what your reaction is, Biko, right. to the cast listing. Yeah, because I have the... Uh, I actually have pulled out. So <laughs> I'm going to play the video because this is from the Nintendo Direct video because they actually released it at the end. So I want to see... I'm going to play the video. I want to see what your reaction is because I read who was going to be in it. Because it's been like nothing online. People were talking about it. So here we go. I'm gonna push play. Don't look yet. And it's two minutes. Here's your, look at this. Look at. Do you got Shigeru want to do in the intro? But of course they got an interpreter. Oh no. That's terrible already. Bad one. Okay. Mario will be talking a lot in the movie. Please look forward He's to He's gonna talk like Chris Pratt. Nah. Chris. Next. Okay. Okay. Will be played by Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. I can't wait to see a very spirited Princess Peach. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I, okay. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> he just looks like him. Bowser, Jack, what? No. What the hell are these people thinking? Jack Black. <laughs> what? Yes. This isn't live action. Right? It's gonna be no, action. it's animated. It's animated. It's what? Illumination's doing it. What in the fuck? Oh my. What? Oh god. Oh, this is so. Hollywood is so dumb, dude. And of course, yeah, the voice of Mario and everybody. But apparently, he's gonna be like a cameo. That's cool. Okay. Oh, nice. Sebastian's gonna be in this cool. Okay. That is all I can share with you today about the Mario. It's creative, all right. And the internet is blowing up, but um. Good way, like what? It, um, not in a good way. No. It's no. It it's terrible. like, um, I'm gonna see if I get the rest of the cast list, but let me. I don't know. It's just so same. But going down the list, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. Okay, I like that. They got the veteran voice actor playing Kamek the Wizard. They had Cranky Kong's in there. That's kind of cool though. Brad Emerson. But going down this announced cast list, so uh, <clears throat> we'll start with you know Mario. I mean, Charles Montanet brought Mario to life after you know. But like I said, Mario when I grew up was Captain Lou Albano. 
Because I grew up by him and Danny Wells as Mario Luigi, you know, from the Mario Bros. Super Show. So I didn't know that Mario officially had a, or an official voice actor. And I didn't hear him talk again until, you know, Mario 64. But at that time, he was always just doing, like, sound effects. Because due to the limitations of the Mario's, of the, of the cartridge itself, it can only hold so little sound. Because, like, the cartridges can hold so much memory. Mm-hmm. But Charles Martinet was doing Mario... Before for like trade shows and stuff, supposedly what I read about Chris Martinet when they interviewed him, because they asked him, you know, sorry guys, my throat's a little dry. Um, what it was is that's all it, you know, them like they, they were looking for like someone to voice more for like you know trade shows, you know, marketing appearances. And they were just gonna have him behind the screen. So I had like a Mario head on the screen talking, like lip syncing, and he's just lip syncing to the, the screen. And of course he talked like, you know, they looked at him and he looked at Mars like, you know, they say, oh, he's an Italian plumber from Brooklyn, you know, and that's when he came up with like the accent for Mario. Like, it's me, I'm Mario, and I, I like a pizza, you know, like something like that. And he started doing voices, but when they announced him, I'm thinking, oh, cool, we'll get to see, you know, the original voice of Mario now in a movie, and apparently he's going to be talking more. Oh yeah. Versus being limited to certain sayings and you know. Well, it's because it's got to drive the movie. It's not. And being like rumination and the way they do it for you know, for you know, like they did with the Spickle Me, Screw Life of Pets. Yeah. It's gonna have that humor, but going to this cast list. So Chris Pratt is Mario. What do you think, Chris Pratt is Mario? Why do you think it's terrible? Because he is not. Someone I can see carrying a movie in a voice as a voice actor, especially for a real game character that's like Mario, and he's not Italian by the looks of it. Um, if it was a live action movie, sure, slap a red hat on him, throw some black hair in him, and he can call him Mario if you want. But not that I know it's all animated and it's gonna be like the minions, I can assume it's gonna kind of carry that whimsicalness of it. I just don't think he has. That. I mean, he was in the Lego movie, I mean. Yeah, but that's a Lego movie that... We're talking about Mario. That's the problem is that you can throw anybody in it, but it's Mario and the only people who play the games. That's the only idea to have them. And the people that they're reaching for are the kids who play this on the Switch. And the Wii and all that shit. Those kids are going, they're going to ask their parents to take them to watch the Mario game movie because they have all the Lego sets and all that shit. And they're ready to go see them in action. And I guess you can use Chris Pratt because maybe he can be... Childish in his acting, if you want, so he's funny. I'll, I'll pull up what he said. I think I let me look from. I like that's a good payday on them. I'm, they probably got a fat check, but like I, I, it's it's not gonna. It'll do good in the box office. So people are gonna watch it, but it's not gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, I think he he put a video on Instagram. Like uh, talk about after they announced it. So let me pull it up there. But yeah, that's right. Petition like they should he should have been Danny DeVito as the voice of Mario because. Because in relation to the next actor that got announced, you saw in that trailer was Charlie Day as Luigi. Yeah, I okay. He's comedic act. He's a comedic actor. Luigi is already soft spoken as it is. So at this point, like you can just toss anybody really. Um, uh, like I said, you're getting a lot of. They're Italian plumbers. I don't I'm fucking. I don't get Italians to, to play Italian plumbers. And that's a problem with Hollywood. We, all they ask is for some diversity yeah. and some clear context in the stuff that they put out. And there's a good 
appropriate representation from that culture why the fuck would that that's why there's no problems but then we like i also understand that in hollywood the recognizable faces are what help drive a, a movie as well to get butts and seats and that like anya taylor joy even as peach like I don't mind that because Peach, like I said, these characters are soft spoken, and you could have put in anybody. But I'm wondering if this is going to be a different takes on the characters, like personality wise. If you look at it, I guess it'll be. It'll, it's going to be very fun. You know what's going to remind me of? It'll probably be very much like the Minions, but like the Angry Birds movie, because I think they're an Illumination as well. I don't like, think Angry Birds was Illumination. I think it was Fox. I don't remember. Right, but like that, that like what they're pitching to kids today. It's very just like lighthearted fun shit, and, and I'm sure it'll be like that too. That you can do that easily with these Mario characters, but like, like those those castings for, for Luigi and Peach are fine. Like those are pretty much easy ones, just because those characters, like I said, they're not very outspoken. Anyway, it's mainly Mario. Toad, I sure you can make him funny, whatever. Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key though, it's Toad. Like, that's fine. Like he, that's that's whatever. Bo- Jack Black is Bowser. I don't understand. <laughs> um, Dude, if Jack... If, if it was a live action, if, I'll if, take Jack if, Black One thing Bowser. is... Live action, if, but not it'd as... It'd be funny if shit. Bowser X more like Jack Black and to the yeah. point that, Jack, that Bowser breaks into a song like Tenacious D. Well, like, that's what I mean. Like, it's I mean, not, Jack Black know. has done really good voice over roles. I mean, he was sure. Poe in Kung Fu Panda, which yeah. you can tell... They made that character around him, around his, like, personality and mannerisms. But it's also made of character. Mario's made of character, sure, but it's... It's, like an, it's an iconic character. Kung Fu Panda was around for 20 years before that. Like, Mario's been around for so long, and, like, we do these attempts, and they end up sucking for the same reason. And then now, this time, it's getting an animation, which it should have had in the first place, right? So, yeah. what I'm saying is, like, now that they have years with this guy... They and the technology and like, stuff. Like, let's not fuck it up, shall we? Like, let's put a good product. They have all the money in the world to do it. The guy looks excited. Um, that they're making a movie on Mario again. Like, it looks excited to just be a part of it, and it's animated. So I feel like that's smart. It's in the wheelhouse to make it animated. It's in the wheelhouse to, you know, make it a fun adventure, because that's what we're used to with Mario being fantastical adventures. With I mean, there's so much they can guy. do with it, too. Yeah. But, I mean, like, with, with that's what gives it a lot of freedom in the animation realm, is that they have a lot they could do with it and obviously the technology these days it's incredible so they can make it fun um what i mean is that like god damn the casting is very important this stuff and jesus christ i just think no offense to these people but like i don't know i just live action i could have seen it a little better but this is an animated movie and, and like that that has to really shine through the mic and fuck if they Maybe, maybe they haven't. I could be surprised. Um, I'll, I'll wait till it goes on Disney Plus. Well, it's not Disney Plus. It's fucking Illumination, dude. Yeah, no, L L eventually. Oh, you go see it in theaters though. No, no, no. I won't. Really? See, no, God, no. Because I don't want. I don't want to give it that. No, I just. I don't. No, because no, no, no. I don't want to. I don't want to give him that. It's just too far. I. It comes out later this year, right? December? Next year, December next year. Oh, December next year. Um. No, maybe I'll change my mind. Um, eh. 
Hey everybody, this episode of Talking Pop is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episodes starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to check out poddex.com. Make sure you use that special promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your first order. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or Gamefighter Podcast. Simply shuffle up the cards, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com. Once again, that is poddex.com. And make sure to use the promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your order. But, yeah, go ahead. You were saying? The thing is that, like... It, it'll do well box office number wise because people are going to want to see it but I don't think it'll be critic wise I don't think it's going to be that good Just I mean it's kind of like yeah. think about it it's kind of like was it, a couple years ago when the Sonic movies announced and look what happened to when they did the first trailer and the negative feedback that it got to the point they had to go back and pretty much go back to scratch and redo the model yeah, but and which to bad. me was a good call because they actually got Tyson Hess, who did the artwork for Sonic for um, Sonic Mania, to come in and help out with the redesign for live action, and that movie was able to do a good, like, successful box office run before the pandemic. But think about it, that was like the last like film release before the pandemic, before we went to lockdown. It became one of the great, good, uh, decent video game meditations. Because to me, it's like video game meditations. It's that repetition it has. I'm trying that, but they tried that with Rampage. Come on, they took an arcade game, put Dwayne Johnson in there. It was Dwayne Johnson versus Three Monsters, basically. This isn't a live-action movie, that's so I'm saying. Like, animation, a lot. you can do a lot, but this casting's just weird to me. This doesn't, like, make any sense. They're not, they're not, a lot of them... Just... That's what other people are saying. This, I, I just pulled up a couple articles, but this is um, Chris Pratt just went on Instagram. He talked about it. This is what he said. See if I can play it. So when I was a kid, I lived in Lake Stevens, Washington, and there is this coin-operated laundromat near my house, and it had Super Mario Brothers, the original arcade game. Oh, I love that game. I never had a quarter. Felt like I'd either steal them from the wishing well. <laughs> you know, I st- that's wild. Just dawned on me right now. The quarter I stole out of the wishing well to play Super Mario Brothers has come true that I get to be the voice of Mario. But I clearly stole someone else's wish, so just waiting for that that row of karma dominoes to come crashing down on me. But as it is right now, it's a me, a Mario. That's not the voice. You'll have to wait to hear the voice. But we were working hard at it. And yeah, I'm really excited too. Sorry, I'm going to be nope. the voice of that video game. That I it's over. Sorry, dog. It's just not happening. <laughs> it's me, buddy. No, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. Nope. So here we go. I just pulled this article from Vanity Fair. Oh. Very, very uh, representable, <laughs> reputable article as well. Go ahead. And this one's saying, this is the headline. It says, Italians, gamers, and jokesters unite against Chris Pratt's casting of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it's just so strange. It says here, 
This is an article that's written by, let me see who wrote it for Vanity Fair. It's written by Savannah Walsh. It was published on the 24th. And Vanity Fair Commons says here, Since the casting was unveiled, this is from the article, like, for word. Since the casting was unveiled, Italian Americans and their allies have wasted no time expressing their displeasure where Pratt playing Mario. Most facetiously, though, some people do seem earnestly against the idea. Sopranos and Goodfellas means rain on Twitter as people poke fun at the possibilities of Pratt's accent and rally for alternative casting. Though not many point out that Mario is a creation of a Japanese game designer, Shigeru Miyamoto, also famously not Italian. As you can see, they use, like, screenshots and memes on Twitter. <laughs> that one's good. It's because it's so true, like... What that's what I mean though. It's like that's all it's the simplest yeah. thing. Just just cast me. Here's another one. Is that uh yeah. And and especially in an animated movie, you can get someone who as long as they're really good at being And here's another one says here in this animated movie. And it says and this one person says, <laughs> Call me a conspiracy theorist, but I don't think it's a simple coincidence that Grimes and Elon broke up less than twenty four hours <laughs> after Nintendo announced that Chris Pratt was gonna voice Mario in the Super Mario Bros. Yeah, movie. It's over. You know, there's been a petition if people want Danny DeVito to play Mario because of him and uh Charlie Day working on Sunny in Philadelphia and they have that comedic, you know yeah, chemistry. And someone put a video, imagine Chris Pratt oh I guess this was at the Whatchamacallit, the Nintendo world or something? Oh, here we go. It says here, Walker says, My objection isn't really to Chris Pratt per se. My objection is that Mario should be treated like the Joker where a different prestige actor goes insane. Try and get inside his twisted mind every three to four years. Chris Pratt playing Mario is Italophobia, and I'm tired of acting like it isn't. Yeah, it's... it's Here's another one, too. Look at it. There's another meme right here, too. Chris Pratt is playing Mario and someone put an <laughs> oh man I, I mean honestly it's not nice I'm gonna be like come on it's like with me it's like I think it's almost like when he announced Paul Rudd playing Ant-Man the only surprise he got a lot of, you know backlash as well because he's an actor who's been like in comedy he was on a sitcom, you know, him stepping up playing more, look what happened. And he became, you know, beloved. Hmm. I'm going to give it a chance. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I was surprised when like, the Chris Pratt's playing Mario. And you can tell the rest of the cast is spread out. It's like, Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. I'm curious to see how Keegan-Michael Key brings that character to life, man. Yeah. Because the only time I ever hear these characters talk is just, like, grunts. Very, like, low-key... Sound bits. Because I don't think we've never seen a fully voiced Mario game. Because it's either like very little dialogue, and all you hear is like grunt noises and stuff, only a few noises in Mario Party. Short little phrases. Like short little phrases. So it's like that's all they have. So being that this is an anime film, yeah, they had to they had to give these characters personality wise. They can't be stale. Because if this film's gonna be like an hour and a half, I mean, you gotta have these characters be interesting for an hour and a half. Yeah, and you know, and I guess the way they look, it's like, you know, I mean, for Illumination taking that, the way Shigeru pointed, like he was amazed the creative process, and he was blown away for that studio to the point he picked that studio to do it. Of all the studios he visited, 
something with illumination must have like you know they must have gave a great pitch for you know for yeah, him. Yeah, it's to, gonna look colorful. It's gonna be very. I'm just bright. curious, like, to see because he said it's like that's nice. not the main information he's gonna share right now. He'll probably share more down the line because, of course, with films, they gotta you know. Yeah, and they're gonna have the trailer. You know, that's still gonna that that big mass trailer that's gonna. Get so I wouldn't be surprised. Movie. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised. He'll probably have a play in it in the film as well. Who knows? Maybe he'll have a little voice cameo or something as well. Would <laughs> be kind of nice, you know. He is the creator of it. A little Easter egg of him or something. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be surprised. There'll probably be Easter eggs from like Mario's like past or something. Like you're gonna have Donkey Kong. That's gonna be cool. Donkey Kong's gonna be in it. Donkey Kong. Do you see that universe? And I mean, and then of course you got Charles Manonette, who's the voice of Mario. All the characters he's making appearances. Dude, that's gonna be like a two-second thing. I I won't even like get my hopes up on that. (laughs) The whole having him throw in there for, and he'll like have little voices for little animated other like side characters that are thrown in the mix when he's maybe jumping around, like with like the Goombas and shit like that. He'll probably little voice Mm -hmm. things here and there, but. Like, I nice that, it's nice that they have him there, but I wish they would, like... Why? And why couldn't they use him to be the voice of Mario? Yeah. If he's already doing it. Like I said, I think it's because... Why wouldn't he just get that fat check? To just, like, come back, have fun with it. Like, see Mario get a full-length movie again, and it's, like, animation ways, stylings. Like, it'd be perfect for him to, you know, like, get his big... I don't know, oh, put him on the, you know, on the big screen. Finally, have him like put his big talents out there for so many years that he was doing it for video games. Like, I think people are going to be used to hearing that. Mark, that's what it is. I think that's probably why a lot of people are reacting like, negatively to it because yeah, it's like, like they got, well, you get used to. It's like the same guy, thing. It's like you get used to. It's like, like you know when they did the Ninja Turtles, like when they did like when they did the live action Ninja Turtle films back in the nineties. People grew up watching the animated series and they thought, oh, they're going to have the same you know voices. From the anime no. series, the voices for movies. But the problem is, action. the movies were different because the movies were more from the comics. Like the first one was more off the comics, which was dark and green. That's why. But for me, as a kid growing up, you know, I watched the Ninja Turtles cartoon. I got used to the voices. And I thought, oh, they're doing a live action Turtles, so may I get to hear you know, the original voices of the voices. When I saw them, like, it looked cool. I'm like, those are not the Turtle voices I'm used to. But that's not comparatively to live action. I'm talking like. The but it's majority, the same thing going to Hollywood. It's the same thing, just a, like a Hollywood treatment. I guess, but the majority of Mario's thing is animation, not live action. And like now that like people are only used to him coming from that voice, and are and everyone played those games, and especially with like say for instance, if people are on the Switch now and they're playing Odyssey a lot, they're used to that voice too. And if they, if that guy's been doing it for so many years on different properties, like I feel like he would have been perfect. I know they got to slap these Hollywood stars so they can get people on it, but I just feel like with animation movies, you can get away with so much more with that if you just bring in people who are good at doing impressions or, or being animated when they're recording behind the mic and able to bring you know enthusiasm into characters and the, and the way they express themselves, the way they envision it when they see that script. I know like these people are talented and they do act, but like they act on a on a camera lens, not from like, I never, I've. But I mean, you Charlie got, Day's probably done some shit too. But like, when like Kevin Michael just is a veteran voice actor. Yeah, he's a veteran. Like voice these actor. guys he's, done their shit, but like, like Fred Armisen as well has done. These are like characters voice are different, man. It's not. It's not the same. They're not Disney characters. These are video game characters, and people are only so focused. They only recognize that, like, when you have so much to pull from, 
It would only make sense that you get the guy who's been doing the voices in the video games to do the voice for the movie. Because it's just easy transfer. The universe is created for ours, like for ourselves way for a long time. Boom. We can envision it. It's it's nice. It's cute that we have Chris Pratt and Anya Taylor-Joy and all these people. But at the end of the day, like, I just don't think... It's, 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 it's a movie that's got... It's, we could have gotten something way different. I, it'll look cool, though. That's, I mean, it's cool. like with like Lego Batman movie. Oh, just it look cool. Yeah, yeah but it's like Lego movie was kind of funny, dude. I enjoy Lego Batman because it's a different Batman. Dude. Yeah, it's more that, but he's Batman technically. And you got Zach Galifianakis as the Joker in the Lego one. It was a little funny as hell because yeah. it depends. Like I said, to me, I think the reason why they went with this cast is you know to either give these characters personality. Like I said, they have to give these characters not to be one dimensional. To me, in the video games, they're just a one dimensional character. You just put on a different hat on them. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm Mario. I'm a doctor. You know, it's like, with this being a film, you think you got to think of the comedic timing, how the script is being developed. You know, it's a family film, but you got to see how the characters are being delivered when it comes to like jokes and stuff in the film as well. You got to see how the writing's going to be with the film and the settings because, like I said, they can do so much with the Mario universe. They can do so much, but I understand. Like I said, to me, it's like okay, they get these characters. Maybe there was something that blew them away. They audition and. You know, they felt it was. I mean, obviously, you can tell Secure Moto was like really excited for it because he probably was involved in the creative process. And they had him sit on, you know, when they, yeah. probably did, they probably did the Zoom auditions because of, you know, COVID and stuff. So somehow, when they all probably read it, the audition, like, hey, I want to do a Marvel film, they somehow probably blew him away. I mean, it'll be good. I feel like it'll look, like I said, I think it'll look cool and all that, but I just don't think it'll have a lot of substance. Because it's hard to do video game movies, and it's hard to... I just... It's hard to see Chris Pratt and all these people kind of bring this shit to life outside of something that, like, they're looking spectacular. <laughs> but I am... I'm excited to see how it looks. But we'll see. If the trailer comes out... It's like, yeah, I would say the trailer probably won't be until, like, probably, like, beginning of next year. Because yeah. they didn't say... They said it'll have more news later on. But. And who knows? They could change casting if if he gets a Me Too or something like that. You never know. If, like, things happen that pop up in a year that we don't even know. This pandemic can get worse and they can postpone things. Like, as far as I'm concerned, they've been... This Mario movie's been a long time coming, but... Yeah. Let's, let's hope to see that it's able to come out and do good. I, I want to. I want to see them make another Mario game. Instead, that's the one thing I know is that they didn't announce any new Mario yeah. projects. Don't I mean? I think the reason why I think they, they, they want to announce more like all the other IP stuff. I mean, the last one Mario game was like Mario Golf Rush or something. That was the last like Mario esque game. But I think it's Nintendo. Like you know, yeah, Mario's our staple franchise. But let's give like the other characters a chance to shine as well. Get like the other IPs time to shine as well. But overall, the way Nintendo did it for this direct, you know, like I said, it was a surprise, you know. I didn't know about it until the day after, which people were talking about on Twitter online, you know, talking about it, or comic.com was talking about it as well. Because I follow them on Facebook and that, that popped up about this. I'm like, holy shit, it was a Nintendo Direct and the Mario Cast was announced. Because I knew about the Mario movie, but I know that Fun Illumination was gonna do it, but I didn't know they didn't say like who was gonna play who what the whole thing's gonna be and then now the cast I mean to me like it's a solid cast I mean but at the same time it's like I understand 
the backlash that people feel for these characters who grew up on these characters. It's like with anime, when it comes to dubbing anime as well, because you know, think you taking care when it comes to anime dubbing, yeah, you're gonna get different actors, but they got to dub like characters that are Japanese descent. You know, it's like doing that as well. But they they feel kind of like the backlash and stuff as well. But it's like you know, it's it's like you know, give it a chance. You know, you could be blown away. You'll be surprised. Like Chris Evans playing Captain America, they, people they thought, oh, he's playing. He was he was Johnny Storm. Why is he playing Captain America? Look what happened. Nah, he's Captain. He's Captain America. But look, it's Chris Evans, but it's Captain America. Yeah. Or Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. When he was going through all that trouble stuff, and they then John Frost took a chance to be Iron Man. Look at that. He's Iron Man. Movies. He's Tony Stark. But it's the same thing, dude. It's the no, same thing. It's like it's the same thing. There's always going to be an announced backlash because of casting. It's the same thing. It's different. Different type of media. Not the same. Oh my god, it's not the same. These video game and comic books are way different. I mean, it's... Yeah, when you're casting a comic book compared to a video game, when you can hear them, especially Mario, like. Yeah. And they have a guy that's coming out in a movie that does, has been doing it for years as a cameo. Come on, that's like a slap in the face. Like, it's fine. It'll come out and it'll do good. It's just, it's easy Hollywood candy and I'm like just kind of like bored with it because it's, it's just, uh, I know it's the stuff that works. It's just, I wish, I want, I know it'll look cool. I just want it to have substance. I do, and from the looks of it, it's just not going to have substance, but it'll look cool. Yeah, it'll be fine. But, eh. I like to see more. So movie. overall, what do you think this whole Nintendo Direct? What do you think of it overall with the reveals and stuff? Uh, like, what's like your biggest like takeaway from makes it? Makes me want to get a Switch. Uh, yeah, it's perfect. Perfect timing for the holidays. It's going to help drive uh, more people to reserve or whatever to get the new one. Uh, or if not, get the, the the other iterations of the Switch that were perfectly fine as well. Um, and to now you got the Switch Lite too. Um, and it's better because it makes the Nintendo Direct membership more valuable, and, and you're having access to all the classic games you get to play. So that doesn't fall on the wayside when you look at, at your shelves and it's all the physical games are collecting dust, and you realize you can have now play on your Switch. Um, that's always a win. Uh, I'm now we just got to see, hopefully, as those classic titles hold up, that they start adding more and more stuff even to the ones they have now. And uh, even seeing Kirby get his, his open world play is going to be fun. I think it's perfect for his character. So, like, everybody, everybody should look forward to this release. And if they don't have a Switch already, at least by holidays, it'd be cool. I would say that's something to... If you were on the fence of getting one, I think this. I mean, yeah, you're gonna have like perfect. a good ride because I mean, you got the Switch Lite, which is like for portable, yeah. and then you, like I said, you'll have the new OLED model, which is like the better screen, I think, and the better, you know. No, it's just it's got it, there's 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 plenty of reasons to get a Switch if you were waiting for it, like not having enough games or whatever. Like, I don't know what excuse you have now to. Where it's, you can buy a memory card. Like, memory that was, like, not that I was holding out, but that was the one thing I would I was waiting for too. Was that like they're gonna put N sixty four games? Because like that's that was like your holdout for yeah. Because that was the thing the N sixty four was missing was being able to play it on the go and without like you can play with emulators and stuff. But now like, you can play with a, a control that's made for that. You know, and like 
for what it is, and you don't have to play it on a... I mean, think about it. Like, yeah, fifty dollars for that peripheral is not bad. Because think about it. Instead of spending, who knows how much? If they were going to do like the mini version of the sixty-four, at least with the with the fifty dollars, you can you spend on the controller itself. Yeah, you don't have to get that thing. You just buy the controller. When that comes out, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, you just buy the controller and then you're yeah. set. Same thing with the Genesis one because that's kind of cool to have a Genesis like. Because I guess for Sega having a good relationship with Nintendo, I think that's probably why they had that good partnership. So, to me, it was a good, you know, like I said, to me, I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, I need to get back on the Switch and play the games, but I've been, like I said, it's just, you know, I've been on the, the PS4 run right now, just doing like the, the JRPGs on the PS4. I mean, so, um, there are some good JRPGs on the Switch, especially like Fire Emblem is one of them. I mean, there's a bunch of them on there as well. And of course, the Classic Fantasy Star, I can't wait. That's going to be available. Once they had like the Genesis expansion, as I said, late October. But overall, I enjoyed this. I just feel like, like I said, with the casting with the Mario film, like, like I said, I'm just curious what kind of story they're going to go with. I mean, like I said, you got so many years of Mario games; they can do anything with that story. And to me, with these, with this casting, it's like we got to see how these personalities, how these characters, are going to be written. Like I said, these characters are just one-dimensional, you know. Hero saves the girl, all that stuff. But I just want to see it. To me, it'll be like a good, fresh take on these characters. Like a good version. Like we saw that with Jot, with uh, what's his name? Joaquin Fix doing his take on, you know, the Joker. Just a take, a new take on the character. Like a classic character. Or Ben Schwartz playing Sonic, you know. It's a different take on a character. Because we had Jaleel, I grew up on Jaleel White playing Sonic. Steve Urkel playing Sonic. It's like I grew up on him playing Sonic. And it's like a different personality. It's just now with today's days, like I think it's also introducing a brand new audience to Mario and also the nostalgia fans who grew up on Mario. Yeah, well, that's, you got you to gotta find that balance. And it's hard to find by all means. Uh, but I just... You have to... I think you should lead best with being enough fan service to the nostalgic... People, mm-hmm. more more or less tip it 60-40 towards that because they're the ones who are buying the tickets for their children. I just hope Yoshi so, makes an appearance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dope. I mean, you can hopefully get, Michelle you Yoshi makes an appearance. Yoshi, if you need to, like whatever he's gonna do in dinosaurs and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be good. It'll be fine. I'll say probably like later on, probably they will have like probably like I'll say probably not this winter, but probably early winter next year. They'll, who knows? We'll probably have our first like. I mean, Super Bowl as well, because I mean, with Super Bowl, who knows? Maybe they'll surprise us and show a trailer to the Super Bowl. But Super Bowl has been, the, yeah, you know, be, Super Bowl has been be, known for like when they show like trailers for films that come out later in the year. So it'd be, it'd be a huge surprise that, you know, Illumination Nintendo would say, you know what? Everyone's watching Super Bowl, let's, you know, put the trailer out there, put the first, you know, tra- the trailer for the film out there and see how the fans react to it. Because right now it's just the casting. Yeah, you're going to have like the naysayers, as you can see right now. With memes and all that stuff, I understand their frustration, but at the same time, it's like you gotta understand if you look at those games and think, oh yeah, and think about it. We wanna get these characters, you know, because even going back and watching the Marvel Super Show, I didn't realize how much they kept, like, I don't know, they kept, like, playing on the Italian stereotype because every time Marvel's talking about pasta and stuff, I'm like, are you serious? Italians are more than just pasta, man. They're more. Like culture, and you know, they, they're they not known just for pasta, they're known for art, you know, they're known for like 
travel and you know history and stuff not just being tied to just once you know food staple you know but it's like going back so you get to think about that people grew up on that but like i said for this it's like a new generation you know like i said it's gonna be you take on these characters i'm just with the cast they have i'm curious to see how it's gonna be so right now it's just a voice cast you have to wait and see until they release like you know the movie models yeah. are gonna look like it's gonna be animated but let's see how the movie models look like because with the computers and stuff nowadays they can make them as detailed as they want so like I said, so I have to just wait and see. So hopefully it says December twenty first, I think it said, of next year. And that's when the film's being slated to release. Yeah, that's plenty of time. Yeah. So it's gonna be a lot of time. So like I said, hopefully maybe by February we might get a trailer. February next year. So I would say that's a good like stopping point there. I think like guys, hope you enjoyed this Nintendo heavy um episode of the podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Pop Talking, all one word. Um, you can follow the podcast on Facebook as well, like the Facebook page. Um, you can check out the backlog episodes on Anchor, Google, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. Um, you can like if you're like into anime and stuff, you can check out my anime username is Alphabar685. You can check me out on there on my anime list to see what anime I'm watching. Um, you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash franchise 685. I do like JRPG game streaming. Um, also, you can check out our merch store at spring.com slash talkingbop. Check out the merch store under as well. I'm, I'm getting some new designs up as well. I think I put some new designs for shirts. I'm still contemplating of any new shirt designs I should do. I do have local creators, so let's see what kind of funny designs I can come up with. And when you do, make sure, like I said, any merchandise do does goes towards the supporting the podcast. Also, I thank our international listeners for supporting us as well, besides our national listeners. Thanks so much for listening to us for all these years. We're still going strong. So enjoy the rest of your week. We'll check up on you guys again next Sunday. As always, geek on and take care.